Welcome. So good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. And I'm so glad that you've chosen to join us today to do just that. Well, we are continuing in our series of lessons in which we're walking through Jesus's words in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapters 5 through 7. And today we come to Jesus's words in Matthew chapter 6 and specifically in verses 25 through 34. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here's what Jesus says. He says, therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life. What you'll eat or drink or about your body, what you'll wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, uh, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. And if that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So don't worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This section is one of the more well-known passages of Scripture, but it's also incredibly practical stuff here from Jesus. He begins this section with the word, therefore, and anytime you see that word, uh, therefore, in, in Scripture especially, you need to ask, what's it there for? Because Jesus is building on what he's just talked about in the previous section. And in the previous section, which we talked about a little bit more on, on Sunday in verses <clears throat> excuse me, 19 through 24, and I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that if you didn't get to, uh, to be with us on Sunday or didn't get to listen to that. But in the previous section, Jesus talks about money and material possessions and our tendency to be preoccupied with the pursuit of those things. And then right on the heels of that, he tells us not to worry, not to be anxious. Why? Because one of uh, the great sources of worry and anxiety in our lives is over money and material possessions and the pursuit of those things. But if God is our focus, if he's our treasure, then we have no cause to worry, which Jesus then explains. And it begins with a series of questions. And this is really brilliant teaching because the psychological experience of worry and anxiety is often rooted in asking the wrong questions in our minds and in our hearts as one thought races around another thought and on and on and all these pile up, all these thoughts pile up on top of each other and end up generating anxiety and worry. And so instead of asking the wrong questions, we need to be asking the right questions. Like verse 25, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? In other words, even if we were, you know, worst case scenario, after all, worry and anxiety love to go worst case scenario on things. But even if we were lacking food and clothing, <clears throat> is it not true that in our lives, uh, or excuse me, that our lives and our bodies are more valuable than those things? And so Jesus is just trying to put things in perspective. In verse 26, are you not much more valuable than they? In the previous verse, Jesus uses the illustration of the birds of the air and how they don't sow or reap or store away their food in barns. And just to be clear, while birds don't store away in barns, they do go searching for food, right? They still have to go find it and get it. And so Jesus is not teaching against working for a living, living. What he is doing, though, is teaching against worrying as a way of living. 
The question illuminates the fact that to our Heavenly Father, we are much more valuable than birds, and yet He provides for them. Verse 28, and why do you worry about clothes, Jesus asked. Certainly for some in our world, finding clothes can be a real point of anxiety. But for many of us, especially many of us listening to this right now, our worry and anxiety over clothing has less to do with that and more to do with finding the right kind of clothing, right? So that we fit in, we look good, you know, we, we, we look the part. Either way, Jesus says that not even Solomon in all of his splendor, who, who was an incredibly wealthy Israelite king with an endless supply, I'm sure, of fine clothing, and yet not even he was clothed as well as the flowers of the field. And yet, just like the birds, we are much more valuable to God than flowers that perish in a day. And then we come to a second and really reinforced, therefore, in verse 31, because of the previous points, the different kinds of questions that reveal truth in place of fear, because of asking the right questions, we shouldn't worry. And really, we have no reason to worry. You know, sometimes the command, don't worry, can create its own, you know, worries. Now, you know, now I'm worrying about not worrying, right? So, uh, but this command not to worry comes on the heels of and is supported by reasons and ways of applying those reasons, i.e. by asking the right questions, that can help us with our worries and our anxieties. And even more than that, as Jesus says in verse 32, because we have a real and secure hope in heaven and in Jesus Christ, and because we trust in God as our heavenly Father, then we don't have to chase after all those things things that create so much worry and anxiety in our lives and the pursuit of those things that would just that that drive us into insecurity and 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 worry and anxiety because we know and we trust that our heavenly father will provide for us in his wisdom as he decides best and with that weight lifted off of us we can then do as Jesus says in verse 33 we can seek first his kingdom god's kingdom and his righteousness we can seek first what is of true importance and value and we can trust that god will take care of the rest i mean what better deal could there be than having the lord of heaven and and, and earth the creator of the universe the almighty the god over all promise to take care of your business that is if you make it your business to seek first his kingdom and then finally, in verse 34, the command to not, wor- to not worry is repeated once more, this time with two brief, hammering the nail in the head uh, rationales. First, let tomorrow worry about itself, Jesus says, which is a very human level reasoning, right? But it's a good reason. And you know, it is what it is, we sometimes say. That's tomorrow's problem. Let tomorrow worry about itself. Because second, each day has enough trouble of its own, to which we all probably say, amen, right? Today has quite enough to think about all on its own. Plus, the reality is, to add to that, we're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised next week, not even tomorrow. All we have is today. So let's not let the worries of tomorrow drag us down, but rather let us fix our eyes on Jesus, as the Hebrew writer says, and let us seek first His kingdom and live in His grace and provision today. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.